Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Here with Steve All, I'm Jennifer Perry. And if you have some questions for us that you'd like us to address here on the podcast, we love hearing from you. You can always find us online and drop us that email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com. Well, Steve, as much as we love all this extra time that maybe we're spending around our spouse right now, we're bound to experience the occasional disagreement. That would never happen with you and Lori, though, right? Um, <laughs> is this recorded? Yeah. <laughs> we're human beings. Sure. Everybody has. Well, when they said opposites attract, uh-huh. so true. Uh, it's, it's inevitable that mm-hmm. that's going to happen. If we were both exactly the same, it'd be very boring. That is, is the true. way I kind of look at it. Yeah. But uh, life's anything but boring when you're stuck together at home right now. But USA Today chronicled this dispute with one couple in which the husband wants to invest every spare dime in the stock market, he says, while the wife wants to save that money. So put on your marriage counselor cap here and tell us what you'd tell them in a case like this. <laughs> I don't like playing marriage counselor, but I do get to see it a lot. You yeah. know, you ask that question, what do you want to do in retirement? A lot of times you get two different pictures. Mm. So it's not about as much of where we're currently at right now. But I think when we start to look at what's going on, the market's declined. You know, should I put money in is a question that we have a lot. And the couple as a marriage counselor, the one I would probably ask first is, mm-hmm. do you have that three to six months of emergency funds? Yeah. Because if you don't, let's build that up first. Because I think a lot of people realized the necessity for that with this pandemic. Because mm-hmm. it was like, well, I've, I've got a job. I don't have a chance to lose it. And they didn't have that money sitting around. So I think that's important. Then we get the difference in risk reward, which is very, very seldom do I have a couple that will actually walk in and they're both exactly the same. Uh Unless it's one where I don't do anything, whatever he or she says, because it's not always he. Sometimes it's the she. Right. Where I look at people in going to the market now is, is it a buying opportunity? Yes. But I want to avoid catching a falling knife, that idea of I'm trying to pick where the bottom is at. I look at people that have called me around this is to sit here and say, if you've got it, guy called 50 grand inheritance, what do I do with it? I said, one, emergency fund, two, go from there. And I said, now let's look at it. I said, why don't you look at putting half of it in now and let's do a half a month later. Okay. We might, we might have missed it. We should have, could have had to put it all in now. Or we could have, should have waited and put it all in a month from now. Crystal balls aren't there, and hindsight's always twenty twenty. Sure. So the idea for me, spread out your risk and don't worry about it right now. Because I think in most cases, we could have some downside still available from the current situation. Right. But in five to ten years from now, I think that the market will be higher than where it is today. I just don't know where it's going to be two months from now. Yeah. We checked in with a few friends around the country, Steve, virtually, of course, and asked them if they'd known the financial part of this crisis was coming, what would they have done differently with their money? And here's what they told us. What I would do differently? That's a really good question that I wish I had a better answer to, other than to say, maybe pay more attention to the way things are going. Um, I'm one of those guys that kind of lets it ride, and maybe that's not the best way to be, but that's how I've always done it. So I feel really terrible saying this, but now that coronavirus has affected the economy, I actually feel like we have financially benefited. Even though my husband just got laid off, there have been some great things like we're refinancing our home to pay lower mortgage payments. 
The day after it was announced a pandemic, we invested in the stock market. So we actually got to take advantage of the really low stock prices. If I would have known this was coming, I would have taken my mutual funds that I have in aggressive growth mutual funds and put it into bonds. Traditionally, that's what I've heard is like the lowest risk type thing you could put it in. But I haven't really done any research to see if that was actually the case. Interesting responses there, Steve. So what do you make of these regrets and reactions to this whole financial crisis? I think the biggest thing that was said by most of the people, diversification. Mm -hmm. Being diversified is probably the most important thing. When I'm diversified, I am not going to keep up with the S&P 500, which has just been on a tear since, (laughs) since 2009. But if all of a sudden I start chasing the S&P 500 and everything I have is in the S&P 500, when we hit times like this, we experience almost all of the decline also. Hmm. The greatest investors in the world are considered the endowment funds. And why they are considered that and they normally outperform the S&P 500 over a long period of time is because they look for consistency. Mm -hmm. They don't get all the highs when the market's going crazy, but they avoid the downturns that we're looking at right now. And to me, that's what most of us are looking for as we enter our retirement years. We want that consistency. We don't necessarily have to get all the highs, but avoiding the lows is so important. And that to me is the different philosophy that the guy was talking about. Mm -hmm. Most people use the buy and hold philosophy. And he also said, I don't know anything different. Most people have never talked about tactical management, where you actually will move away from different parts of the market when they're not performing well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the difference that we're looking at today. Not all strategies work all the time. Right. For the last three to five years, buy and hold has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. But over the last little bit, it hasn't been very good. Tactical has kind of done it because they're not chasing the S&P 500. But in my opinion, protection of the assets, the most important thing, especially as we're getting close to our retirement years. What are your wishes, hopes, dreams? Share them with us on Facebook. Just do a search for All Financial Group and follow us there. A lot of us, Steve, are receiving our first quarter 401k statements in the mail or email this week. And it brings up the question, should we even bother to open it? U.S. News and World Report says yes, but don't pay any attention to the number on the bottom line. They say instead look at the asset allocation and decide whether you need to make any changes there. So is it time for us to start maybe paying more attention to the risk we're actually taking in these accounts? Yes, 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 yes. We had Joe and Ellen were students in one of our classes and they came in and they took advantage of the idea of let's give you your risk reward. So we brought Joe and Ellen in. We did the analysis, brought them in, sit down and talked to them. And we looked at it and said, you know, Joe, you're just taking so much risk in your portfolio between your pension and your Social Security and y'all's lifestyle. You really could almost bury your money in the backyard and dig it up whenever you wanted to and probably stay retired. Huh. Wow. And he goes, but Steve, I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun in the market right now. I've, I've, I've got this thing that I've got planned. You know, I'm buying this and selling that. And, he, you know, he's using a very what I call sophisticated investment tools to do it with. And then he came in and I said, Joe, you have the capacity to take the risk. Your attitude says that risk is, is OK with you. But I'm going to ask you the question, do you need to take the risk? 
And he said, no, but it's working. It's been working for a while. And I said, it always works until it doesn't work. Well, we've talked to Joe and he took about a 40% decline in his portfolio because he was taking way too much risk and didn't need to. And I believe just like a lot of other people that a lot of people nearing retirement, they're because of the 10 year roll up and the lack of reallocation of your portfolios, they got way too risky in their 401ks, but they were enjoying the returns. So let's look at it and say, what is the best allocation for you? We can actually assist you in picking what you can do within your 401k, even though we're not managing it, mm-hmm. to meet your risk tolerance, especially now as we're going to start moving, hopefully in a positive direction in the future. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. and 3 p.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.